Welcome to the Life Experience, a broadcast brought to you by Life Worship Center, where we're led by a dynamic duo, Bishop Denzel and Robin Rose. We are a church that lives in love, operates in integrity, walks by faith, and have been empowered by God. Stay tuned, there is definitely a life-changing word awaiting you. And now, here is Pastor Denzel with today's word. Let me give you real fast, real fast. The text in Matthew 13, 44 talks about going to the deep. Let's talk about going to the deep. Um, watch, I want to show you something and then come back to the deep, real fast. The first thing I want to show you is this. The text says, again, the kingdom of heaven is like unto the treasure hid in the field, the which when a man hath found, he hideth, and for joy thereof goeth and selleth all that he has to buy the field. Now, here's in the Lord said, I mean, write this down if you're writing down. This is a point I want you to write down. Watch this. He says this, don't use the treasure to get more of what you already have. Write it down. I got to explain that. The Bible says, this dude comes across, across this treasure. And I have seen this text several times. And in my mind, I always struggle with the fact that he sold what he had to buy the field. Because what I would have done, me and my Holy Ghost filled 21st century believer mentality, I would have taken the treasure and sold that. And then have more things to my possession. If I got $60,000 and I got a, a diamond ring worth a million dollars, I don't like rings that much. Some of y'all do. Lord bless y'all. Y'all want to be able to say, this is a million dollar ring. No, I won't say this is a million dollars. Come on, man. So if it were me, I ain't collecting no treasure. I'm going to sell the treasure to get the dollar nine. And the Lord says that's the problem with the church. The church is so compromised and so not respected because the church is now using spiritual things to get carnal benefits. The church has become a body of manipulators. Preach that. So preachers have become... I'm a preacher, can't say that. But there are some of us, you're talking about corruption in politics? There are some of us that will use spiritual principles. We will use the concept, the holy concept of sowing and reaping to pillage the people of God. We will use the concept of giving it to the man of God. We love this one. We love this one. Remember the Bible says that the widow, the widow of Zarephath, she baked him a cake first. And so before you pay your bill, before you do whatever you want to do for yourself, do for the man of God. And take a beautiful spiritual principle and corrupt it with selfish carnal desires that 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 was intended to be spiritual is now carnal, dirty, and nasty. Yeah. 
And now the church is not respected in society because the godly spiritual things that should be kept spotless have been desecrated because we are so selfish, so greedy, and so self-absorbed. And it ain't just the preacher, it's us too. Because most of us, what prayer is the way to get my things? You like me talking about preachers, let me get to you. When is the last thing you prayed, like Jesus said to pray, thy will be done on earth as it is. When last you prayed that? Your prayer is usually, my will be done, Father. Do unto me as I desire you to do. That's what I want from you in Jesus' name. Amen. That's how our prayer is focused. Jesus says your prayer should be around the fact of his will being done on earth as it is in heaven. That's not what we pray. We pray for what we want. And then we say spiritual deep things. God don't want me broke. God, God don't want me single. He want me married. Boo. Oh, he, he, he that findeth a wife finds a good thing. And God know right now? God knows right at this present moment. If there were two categories, bad thing, good thing. You, just for now, Finish it. So he, he says, your prayer suggests that you are equally as corrupt because you're taking the spiritual and making it carnal. We have taken our salvation and made it carnal because for the vast majority of us, our salvation is only about us going to heaven. If your salvation was spiritual, you would be taking people along with you. Hmm. How spiritual is your salvation? So he says, he took that that was carnal and gave it up for that that was spiritual. Do you all see it in the text? And we are doing the reverse. We're taking that that is spiritual to get more of the carnal. And we wonder why we have to pump so long to get glory in the house. Because we are carnally driven. And so we got to fight hard to get the presence to ramp up because we have all been so consumed with our own lust, glory to God, with our own desires that there's not an atmosphere for the spirit of God to truly flow in the house because we're all consumed about us. Now, y'all was jamming with me earlier. The room getting empty. But ain't nobody leave. (laughs) So he says, first thing, tell you from the text is that what this brother does is that he values the spirit above the natural something like David man David got to that point in that prayer David says to God whatever you do cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit away from me if this money gonna keep me away from you take the money 
If, if, if this job going to take me away from you, take the job. If this man going to take me away from you, take the man. If this daughter, this girl going to take me away, take the girl. Because it's still true that I'd rather have Jesus come on here than silver or gold. Why? Because if I got Jesus, the silver, the gold is mine, says the Lord. He is the one that changes the times and the season. I ain't got to wait on no season. I'll hold on to him because he's the one that changes the time and the season. We have to get to the place where he becomes priority again. This text is about priority. That priority was getting the treasure because it begins by saying this is how the kingdom is designed to work. That you want to please God. What is the kingdom? The kingdom is righteousness, peace, and joy in the deep places. Yes, it is. Read your Bible. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. That's the deep place. And he says that when you want to go after the deep places, that has to become a priority till even you don't matter. Let me move on to the next point before I go to my five points. Now, this is a, now that part is a true story. <laughs> Here's the next point. Watch this. This gets me. I can move on from that. Did, did, did y'all get that? So let's make spiritual things the priority, man. Number two, watch this. Ron, this, this gets me. <laughs> it is easy to grab the fact that he sells all he has and he buys, put up the girlfriend, he sells all he has and he buys the field. You see it? He therefore goeth and selleth all that he has and buy the field. This point number two, because this gets me so good. He says, let me read it before I got it. Point number two is this. You will always have enough to get all that you need. Watch this. How in the world was he able to sell the all that he had? And when he sold all he had, he had just what he needed to pay for the land. Okay. How did this equation work? How is it? that he would have known, because the Bible didn't say he sells some of what he had to get the value of the land. It says that he sold all that he had, and once he sold all, what he got for all was the exact price of the land. One more time. He sold, how much, how much did he sell? He got rid of all that he had. And when he got the money back for all that he had sold, it was the exact amount that was needed to get the land where the treasure was. What's the point, sir? The point is this, that none of us are without excuse to stay shallow. None of us, no, that didn't come on, right? None of us have an excuse. There it is. To stay shallow. Because God has given you all that you need to go deeper. He's given you all that you need to be beyond the place that you're at. Stop making excuses that you can't preach or you can't sing or you can't pray like Robin and you can't the other. So that's why you're so shallow. No one in this room has an excuse to be shallow. Because if you sell all that you have, you'll have enough to buy what you need. God has given every one of us the capacity to purchase our field. 
Whenever you don't have enough to buy your field, it's because you're in the wrong field. Whenever you find that you sell all that you have and you can't purchase a field, it's because you're trying to get in my field. You can't walk in my field because my field has been ordained for me. There's a field ordained for you and whether you are an usher or a preacher, whether you are a banker or a janitor, you have enough to have a field that God has designed just for you. So no one in this room has an excuse to stay shallow. Okay, if you got saved yesterday or you've been saved for 25 years, it does not matter. Every one of us have the ability, have the capacity, and have um, the obligation to go into the deep. But we refuse to get rid of all that we have. And I've been hearing this so strong over these last eight days. He says, don't allow anyone in this room to be comfortable in the shallow place. Because they have the ability to go deep. But I don't understand those stuff in the Bible. The Bible don't make you deep. I don't, they lie to you. The Bible does not make you deep. The Bible actually, what it does is puff you up. makes you full of pride. Almost everybody I know who knows the Bible very well, they're very prideful. Think about it. Everyone that I know that really, really know the Bible, they are really, really full of pride. Really, really arrogant. Really, really self-absorbed. And they can't appreciate nobody else because they don't know as much as them. And so if they come to life this morning, they can't receive the word because, well, no, Pastor, you got to realize that in 54 BC, that's what... <laughs> See, if you really study the antediluvian age, you would understand that... But, And guess what? In case you didn't realize it, the Bible supports this. He says, the letter killeth. But it's the spirit that gives life. He says, the letter will puff you up. And that's what happens. And so I'm not telling nobody to go buy a deeper Bible. So you can get deep. Bible don't make you deep. Relationship with God makes you deep. The ability to hear, glory to God. You know what deep is? Deep is, and he walks with me, glory to God. And he talks with me, and he tells, that's deep. When you're walking with God. Enoch was deep, he was walking and talking with God so much till God didn't let the boy die. That's how deep he was. He, we, this dude didn't preach a sermon that we know about. But he was deep. And so depth beloved, has to be redefined in a church context. Because again, if we go back to 1 Corinthians chapter 2, Paul says, I didn't come to you with deep words. The way you knew I was deep is that there was a demonstration of the spirit and power in my preaching. Not in my healing, but in my preaching. In other words, I was preaching and you felt something. Glory to God. And I can tell you this, this is why I didn't want to do this this morning because I wanted to be full of energy and, and I'm full of energy this morning because as I was going through this in my mind, the Lord says, when I was going to preach this, he says, I'm going to show you how it looks to preach with the demonstration of, demonstration of the Spirit and power because you're going to be preaching and someone going to say this, while you're preaching, the power of God hit me and I got healed through the preaching. Not while you were healing, but while you were preaching. This is what the Lord said to me last night and that's why I told him I can preach this next week. Because I want to be strong. So I can rock Kaaba and Ta. 
That just now with him about this guy. I, I really got full energy this morning. But he says, no, he, he, he forces me to go this way that I didn't plan to go. Because he says, when you start flowing with demonstration of the spirit and power, it's no longer I that liveth. But it's Christ that lives on the inside of me. And so there's going to be a release of power. There's going to be a release of anointing that while you preach it on this, someone that needs something else is going to get what they need because the glory will come upon you. And when the glory comes in the house, it ministers to every need. Let me go, let me go, let me go. And um, I going to stop right after this right here. Let me, okay, not that one. <sighs> I give you this. Let's go to the third point I made. Here's what it is. He says this. The deep things will never be out of your reach, but neither will they ever be within your comfort. The deep things will never be out of your reach, but neither will they ever be in your comfort. You will always be able to get to the deep. But it will demand for you to lose your sense of comfort. Deep never comes without effort. The other day, Timmy, I posted on, I was so proud of myself. I had my first leg day last week. First leg day in about eight, nine years. First leg day. I've been in the gym a little bit, you know, and I've been doing more cardio. So when I do my cardio, I don't do legs. I, I, mean, I don't need to. I do a lot of cardio. I do a whole lot of cardio. So I said, you know what, let me start legs. And so I, I did my first leg day, and I post my little videos because that has keep me motivated. I post it on my status, and it's keep me motivated. I just look at myself and be like, boy, you look good. Yes, sir. If you all don't post your videos, that's your business. Don't get in my business. And don't look at it then. Why are you looking at it and getting mad? Just don't look at it. Play it. You see it. All right. I can post my status. I don't care. What, you know, I can post one tomorrow. <laughs> So I posted my videos. I was in the gym, and I was working legs, and, uh, and I, 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 had a, I had my first day back doing legs, and I had a lot of weight up there. And I'm feeling good. I'm jamming. And a member of this church, known to us as coach, and I don't like his ways. I really want him to be, and I see him this morning. He got bad ways. Because I'm feeling so good about myself, Rizzell texts me, Rizzell say, boy, Pastor, you look good. You know, it was the day after I'd just been to the, to the, to the, to the church in the meeting. Um, the millennials, them. Salt City, that's what they name, right. Salt City. I've been to their meeting, and they're doing a little exercise. They're saying, um, um, what, how you feel about yourself. Are you happy with yourself? I say, I'm happy about everything myself. This. So they start asking questions. So, I mean, are you happy with your job? I say, I love my job. I just, that's my life. Are you happy with your family? I say, man, Christ, I love my family. So, I mean, okay, well, what about your body then? <laughs> do, they, do they know me? I'm more happy with my body than any other part of my life. Say, so am I happy with my body? Can you say? Who, who would not be happy with this? So, so anyway, it made me so mad. So anyway, so, I'm very happy with my body. Of course, I'm not. you would be too if you had this body. body. Shoot. No, you said something too, but stop it. 
Yes, you did. Open, stop it. And don't edit this out. Play this on TV. Let everybody see that. Opal and Shelly, right there. Jealous. So anyway, so I, I, I there, post my little video. I hitting it hard. People say, boy, Pasi, you're looking good. You're hitting it hard. Here comes coach. So yeah, pastor. As he said, yeah, pastor. I said, you know, something coming. Something coming. So I, I see your status. I said, thanks, man. You need to go deeper. So I said to him, I said, I said, well, you know, you know, I, I was, I was, I, I was almost crying. I said, but I said, coach, I said, you know, I, I had, I tore, I tore my meniscus. And I just trying to recover and this and that. And so he said, yeah, yeah, yeah that's cool. Go deeper. Because then he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the meniscus, I said, no, really, I honestly tore my meniscus. I said, do you want to see a picture of the ultrasound? He says, no, I want to see a picture of you going deeper. I say mute. <laughs> oh, like this, this, this. Um. <laughs> this person. <laughs> but you know what? The Lord brought it back to me for this morning. Because the reason I didn't go deeper. It's because it would have cost me pain. The reason I didn't go deeper was because it would cost me pain. And I, and I said to him, I said to him, you know, when I talking again, he laughed at me. I said, Coach, I said, you see how much weight they had up on there? He said, that's your problem. Lighten the load and go deeper. Stop trying to look strong. You're so concerned, but having the look of being strong, that you're robbing yourself of the experience. Take the load off and practice going deeper. And as you get stronger at the light load, then add more load and keep on going deeper. Don't ever sacrifice depth. Lift the load off. You're probably doing too much. Lighten up your stuff. You're doing too much for the level of anointing you have. So stop doing what you're doing. Lighten the load, but keep on going deep. He says, he says, he says, sir, when you carry all that weight and you don't go deep, you're not getting the maximum out of your experience. You are limiting your ability and what's going to happen over time. He didn't say this, but I started to dig into it. I'm going to lose my range of motion. Because if you get your leg just used to partially bending, then when it's time to really bend, you're going to can't bend because you've conditioned your legs to only go a certain amount. So if you want full mobility, glory to God, full range of motion, you got to go to the deep places. Says, deep things will never be out of your reach. 
Neither will it be in your comfort. You're going to have to get uncomfortable. Everyone that Jesus called, that God called to the deep, it caused discomfort. Abraham, leave. Joseph, wasn't comfortable. Moses, Gideon, Esther, what a boy named Saul, persecuting the church. And then us, the rules don't change. Death will always cost you comfort. So you got to choose. Do I want to go deep or be comfortable? You have to pick one. You cannot have both. And the 21st century church has chosen comfort. We've chosen to be comfortable. Let's lighten the load like I did this week. Thank you for tuning in to The Life Experience. You've been listening to a portion of a message from our pastor, Bishop Denzel Roll of Life Worship Center. We invite you to join us at any of our weekly services held at the C.H. Reeves Auditorium, located Mini Street just off of Robinson Road. Our Sunday morning worship service begins at 9.30 a.m. and our Tuesday night Bible study begins at 6 p.m. For more information on our ministry, visit us at facebook.com slash the life experience or Instagram hashtag LWC Bahamas. You can also contact us at our office 601-5125. We look forward to seeing and hearing from you. Join us every weekday here on Glory 93.9 FM. Until next time, have a life-filled day.